Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and I'm super excited because this is the first uh, interview I have with a professional makeup artist. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Vadi Chun. Welcome to the show, Vadi. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And um, I am so excited to be here with you today to chat a little bit about my makeup artist journey. So... I would love that. I would love to get started by you telling us um, how you really got involved um, in makeup and beauty and like, you know, just growing up, like, was it something you loved, like from the get go? How did you really get involved? Oh, man, where do I start? <laughs> I started when I was 18. And wow, it's been it's been a good 16 years now. And it's been a wonderful journey. It started off in Seattle, where I'm originally from. So I'm currently in New York City now, but it started off in Seattle as working for Sephora for a few months. And um, I kind of like went from Sephora to a Nordstrom for about eight months. And then I went on to freelancing. And I think that's freelancing is is where to go um, if you're trying to get recognized and noticed, you know? Why do you say that? Like, why do you think, uh, is it freelancing because you just have more flexibility or? Freelancing definitely gives you more flexibility. So I was freelancing in the Seattle market for a few years before I moved down to Los Angeles, LA. Mm. Um, freelancing with brands, I was working for Christian Dior and also Norse Cosmetics. So what I mean by freelancing is um, you get more exposure within the region. So instead of tying yourself down to one store, you're actually visiting all the stores in the region and just tra- traveling around for that exposure for people to see you. I love that. That's really cool. So like, I want to know, like, how hard was it for you to get into professional makeup artistry? Like, you know, I know that it's very competitive, right? The industry. So I, I want to hear more about the journey of how you, um, you know, start working for clients like Christian Dior and and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I've been in, the, I, I was in the retail corporate um, working as national makeup artist for Dior and national makeup artist for Chanel. I also worked for a brand called Trish McAvoy who taught me everything. So if, you know, you are a makeup lover and you like simple makeup, Trish McAvoy is the way to go, but you can always tie in other brands because there are so many great brands out there. As far as my career journey, I started in Seattle, like I said, I eventually moved to LA for more exposure and I freelanced down there until I was recognized by uh, Trish McAvoy, who hired me on to be one of her regional makeup artists for the West Coast. I had Yeah, I mean, it was wonderful. She taught me everything I knew from sales to relationship building with clients to really just not even clients, also like relationship building with stores as well. So I would visit stores like Nordstrom, Neiman Marcus, Bloomingdale's. On the East Coast here, there are stores called Blue Mercury's, which I think are really cool. Oh, I love Blue Mercury's. Oh, oh my goodness. They have a spot. I mean, it's just everything. And it's it's like a boutique-like store. I think it's really inviting and really awesome. Yeah, they're beautiful stores. I, I, I agree. But that's so interesting that you you were noticed and um, you really kind of honed in on your skills. I, I would love for you to tell us about, like, from your perspective as a makeup artist, like, what are what was the first um, like, kind of, I guess, look or, like, style that you were drawn to, like, from an artist's perspective? Like, was there something that you were more drawn to versus another like in terms of looks absolutely so you know working for nars cosmetics they really taught me the definition of um 
makeup has no rules. So what that me meant for me was if you wanted to wear a mascara and no lipstick, that's good for you. But my ideal look, classic look is a clean eye, meaning eyeliner, mascara, maybe two eyeshadows, and then yeah. a defined or bold lips. Sometimes people or sometimes women or whoever wears makeup, they believe that, you know, if we do eyeshadow, it can talk for us. But really, in reality, if you just put on two eyeshadows, mascara and liner, you can yeah. let lips talk for your entire face. It can really. I love that you're saying this, buddy, because that's what I do. I, I honestly, I don't know how women use eight different eyeshadow colors <laughs> because I'm like, I can barely manage two. So I completely hear you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think of it this way. I mean, there, there are a lot of lip stains out there. I know currently we are still wearing masks because of the pandemic, but yeah. lip stains are, I mean, Kylie has some great lip stains. Chanel has some amazing lip stains. NARS has amazing lip stains. Every brand, Fenty, I mean, the stains you put on, you let it dry for about 30 seconds. The trick is to put it on about three times. So mm. layer the first layer, layer the second layer. And once it dries down on the third layer, you're good to go for at least six to eight hours. The wow. only thing to hydrate with is most likely just like a lip gloss or a lip balm so that your lips don't look too dry. Oh, I love that. I love that tip. I'm actually going to try that because lip stains for me, like, I'm not going to lie. They're a little scary. You know what I mean? Because I'm yeah. not a very <laughs> experienced person with makeup. And I was like, I'm going to end up looking like a clown. Like, it's going to be bad. <laughs> Here's another tip then. So if you're yeah. not completely comfortable with putting the lip stain on by itself first, yeah. use a lip liner to kind of outline and then fill it in the lips and then trace over with the lip stain. You'll get a perfect, Ooh. perfect lip. Wow. That is so cool. I need to try that. I really need to try that. No, yeah, I have a question. So now that we're talking tips, I do have a question. Do you have like so when you're doing makeup, you know, and you're on a rush, like you're, you have a busy schedule and when it comes to finding like a nude lip, like, do you have any suggestions for the listeners out there? Because I know we all struggle with finding, um, one, a good nude for us and then a good red. So I want to ask you like genuinely, if there's any like quick way, you know, that we can like spot something that we like. All right. I'll start off with the nude lip. This is, I, is three, three products. I hope that's enough for everyone, but the three products are typically like a nude or brown lip liner and using your concealer guys, the concealer that you have to use under your eyes or that you're using for kind of like around the face, use that in the middle of your lips. So you're going to line your lips with lip liner, do a dab of concealer right in the center of the lips, blend it from top to bottom and a little gloss and you're done. That's your oh. perfect color. Oh my gosh. I did not even think about the concealer thing. <laughs> this is like, what is the sorcery buddy? <laughs> this is amazing. Um, so where did you learn all this? Like, I want to know where you, like, how you picked up all these tricks and like, like what, you know, what was the first time where you started discovering like, oh, I, this is the way I do things or, you know, like your little, like your style of doing makeup. When okay. did you first notice? I mean, I would have to say like after two years of being in cosmetics and working for NARS Cosmetics, yeah. they really taught you that makeup has no rules. So you can really do anything. Think of like cream textures. You can use that on lips, face, I mean, lips, cheeks, and eyes. It doesn't, there's no specific place for it. Um, yeah. I, would, I would have to say two years after like um, working in cosmetics and doing makeup and being with the brand NARS really gave me the flexibility to kind of figure out what what I love doing and it, you also have to listen to your clients too you know not every client wants to use 15 products someone wants 
like for example, maybe one, maybe like, let's say for example, for you, you only want one product to use all over the face. As you're walking out the door, you have five minutes, right? You right. get, you get a cream product. It doesn't have to be, it could be in like a two texture. It could be in like a compact texture. You can use that for lips, cheeks, and eyes, and you're ready to go pop on a mascara. And there's your five minute makeup for the day. I love that. I really love that because like, that's, you know, I, cream products for me, I never really knew where these like kind of fit in when they first came out, especially foundations. Like I was very hesitant, like thinking, you know, for me, it was like foundation supposed to be liquid. But now that I've been working a little bit more with creams, it's interesting you say that because it's the quickest way, in my opinion, to like, you know what I mean? Like do your makeup and be out the door. Yeah, absolutely. So, And it's yeah. hydrating to the skin as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. No, it really melts in. I love that. Um, I want to actually ask you how it's been um, working for clients like NARS and Chanel. Like, has it been kind of like, you know, oh my gosh, or like what, what has your experience been like overall? Oh man, I have to tell you it's so right now I'm currently just freelancing for myself. So I have my own brand now. It's called Vd. I don't have any products out yet, but it's just starting off because my, you know, during the pandemic, as we all know, it was a challenging time for everyone. So my position with the previous brand that I was just with, which was Chanel, I was one of their national makeup artists. For the U.S., there was only seven of us. And to yeah. be one of them was amazing. And, you know, I represented New York City, but traveled all over the U.S. as well, internationally to Canada, um, which was wonderful. But I have to say, during the pandemic, in the beginning, it was extremely slow for all creatives, photographers, hairstylists. You know, we were stuck at home. We couldn't do anything. Yeah, yeah. And then like, now... I, I can imagine. No, go ahead. No, I said, I can imagine. I can imagine yeah. how that would have been very difficult. Oh, totally challenging. But it kind of it kind of gave you a sense of like, you know what, this is for you. This is time for you to slow down and just kind of like relax and rethink and re um, what is that word called reinvent yourself. So that's what I did during that time. And then eventually my position was ev eliminated. I didn't think it was going to get eliminated, but it was. And that's when I came out with Makeup by VD. And now I'm free. Wow. I'm working on editorials for magazines. I'm working on campaigns for beauty. And the ultimate goal now, not the ultimate, but the goal now is to kind of get to get an agent to represent me. So that's where I'm going now. And then I have some exciting news this month, actually. I'm working on a, oh, a movie yeah. starting next week. So I can't what? tell you too much about it, but I, I'm starting a movie next week. It's an indie film with the SAG. I think they're called SAG. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh so my gosh, congratulations, first of all. That is huge. Like, I mean, for a makeup artist to be like doing movies, like is that a completely different world or how is that like in terms of your artistry? Oh my God, it's a completely different world. I'm so glad you asked. In yeah. the makeup world, there's there's movie makeup artists. Um, there are also editorial beauty makeup artists as well. There's retail makeup artists and there's just all different, there's bridal makeup artists. So each client that you do is different. It's not the same type of makeup on everyone and it, it's good to find an experienced makeup artist who yeah. understands what to do now see I would that's where I have questions um because you know obviously you know talking to you obviously your your experience you know you have worked with amazing brands now what are some of the hurdles that you faced you know doing um work with so I'm, I'm guessing so many different types of models and you know people of different ethnicities um how's that experience been for you um, in terms of like adapting your artistry? I have to say, you know, starting off in, was it 2005 doing makeup? Yeah. 
the color range for foundations were very challenging for deeper skin tones. I think now with a lot of awareness, there's a lot of like um, black owned businesses or there's a lot of like, for example, Fenty is a wonderful brand for people yeah. of color. NARS is also a wonderful brand. NARS has been a great brand for people of color since the beginning. I mean, they started out. I know, right? They, yeah, go ahead. But you're right. right. They started <laughs> out in the 90s. Francois NARS was one of my mentors. Um, wow. So, you know, he's someone that I've learned from. There's also a few other people. I mean, with every brand, there's a creative director or the owner of the brand that really hones in and teaches you their skills. And that's like how I got to where I am today, just learning different skills from everybody. But I have to say, you know, earlier on in the years, the, the makeup uh, selection for deeper skin tones was much more challenging now there's so many different shades. Like Estee Lauder has double wear 50 shades. Fenty has 40 shades. Dior has forever. Yeah. Dior has so many shades. And I have to say Dior Air Flash. If you haven't not tried this, this oh. is my absolute favorite foundation. It's great for bridal. It's great for TV. It's great for editorial. It's a spray on foundation. It's one of the first and it is an, an amazing, amazing product. I'm so glad that you just raved about that foundation. I kid you not when it first came out. Or like, I don't know if it was first game. It was when nobody was talking about it. Though. I remember okay. going into Sephora and I tried it and it was like this, the airbrush concept is what really drew me in. And I, when I purchased it and I used it, I was like, how does no one speak <laughs> about this foundation? It oh was so it's phenomenal. Beautiful. Such a beautiful pro. I love it. I It's it's in my kit. It's been in my kit. I mean, I've worked for a few brands, but it's always in my kit. <laughs> I feel like, do you do you feel like that uh, about like Dior makeup? Because I feel like Dior does beautiful like formulations with their makeup. Like, I, I, I don't know. Absolutely. I mean, they have a creative director, a makeup a makeup creative director or a color designer. I forget what they call him. His name is Peter Phillips. So he was also someone that uh, was my mentor and taught me um, everything I know as well. Um, he formulates all of the Dior products. He creates all the colors or, you know, all of that. And uh, he's wow. like the head. So if you're doing fashion shows, he's the one that's head of makeup and creating the looks, which is really, really cool. That is really, I, I love that. I love that you've learned from the best. I mean, that's really phenomenal and it's very, very impressive. So like really hats off for, you know, really honing your skills in with the best of the best. Thank you. I mean, they've really inspired me to be where I am today. You know, West Coast from Seattle to LA and I was yeah. even in San Francisco for a good year. And, you know, I, I eventually wanted to be in New York and here I am doing what, doing what I love. I love that. That's, you know, I love seeing especially when it comes to art. Um, I think we all have like the soft spot for certain things. For me, it's always been art. And I remember growing up having this immense respect for people who could do makeup because I was like, what more of a beautiful canvas can you have than someone's face? You know? And it's like, it just, I remember just it, even as a kid, like being looking at it and being like, I, you know, the people who can do makeup really well and then to be able to do it on different skin tones, different textures, different, you know, like different different features. I mean, that's that's so amazing. So it's such a privilege, you know, to being able to talk to somebody like you. But I have another question. Um, I, I want to know what your opinion is about this Instagram um, like trend of heavy makeup, you know, like a year ago, I think it was really big where everybody was wearing the tons of foundation and the lashes and everything. Where do I start? I, I feel like it's an American thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, it is. I mean, 
nowadays you know, it's all about TikTok. It's all about social media. It's about Instagram. Um, Instagram is the first place people go to to see someone's work. So to answer your question, how I feel about that, it's unnecessary. Your skin cannot breathe. Here's the thing with Instagram makeup. It looks absolutely beautiful on Instagram. It looks absolutely beautiful if you're taking it on an iPhone. I've been working with a professional camera and professional photographers for the past, I want to say almost two years now. If you did that type of makeup in front of a professional camera doing an editorial or a campaign, that makeup would not translate the way it translates on an iPhone camera. And that's the thing people don't realize. An iPhone camera kind of perfects your work where a real camera, you can see every single thing, even mascara flakes under your eyes. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I personally don't think it's necessary. I think everyone is beautiful in their own skin. And I think it's important to let your skin show through. It's not about covering. If you have freckles, let it peek through. I think it's absolutely beautiful. And to your point, everything yeah. is different, you know, and you should enhance what you have, not try to hide and cover what you have. So that's how I feel about Instagram makeup. I understand that, you know, sometimes it's for advertisement. Sometimes people want to do it to kind of get noticed and popular. Totally fine. But in reality, there's not a lot of people who really do makeup like that. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so glad you said that because I needed a professional to say it professionally. Like, so everyone hears it because I've never understood the trend. I've, I've, you know, also wondered the same as like, how do you go out in public, you know, wearing that much makeup? It's just so much. And it doesn't, I don't see where it would fit in. You know, I can guarantee you, if you ask any makeup artist who is in the industry, um, with an agency, like someone like Peter Phillips or someone like Francois Nars, um, the mentors that I have, Uzo, Lucha Pica, who was with Chanel as well. They're wow. gonna say the same thing. It's not about covering your face or creating a whole different look. It's about enhancing who you are. And that's the beauty of makeup, you know? That's, be and that's beautiful for lack of a better term. I love that you said that. And, you know, I actually wanna ask you, um, some some advice for somebody who's very new to makeup you know I know that it, it can be very scary when you're first trying to come into like what you think your style is so what are some basics that people or you know people can follow that want to do just basic makeup everyday look um, something that you can suggest absolutely Maybe even some brands feel free like you know throwing oh, some brands there's there are so many brands out there. I mean, you can't go wrong with clean beauty. You can't go wrong with classic beauty, which which I, classic beauty is your Lancome, your Estee Lauder, your Clinique. And then there's new brands out there that are a little bit more savvy with their ingredients. I've been using a skincare brand called Tula and they're, they're a probiotic uh, skincare brand. I, I absolutely love it. You know, I, I switch my skincare every six months just to keep my skin going. Cause sometimes if you use something for so long, it gets used to it. As yes. far as basics, before I even want to talk about basics, it's important to have great skin. Here's the thing a lot of people that are not, a lot of people are not educated on. If you don't have great skin, the makeup's not going to look great. So continue to cleanse your face, number one. Number okay. two, exfoliate your skin two to three times a week. You want to take off those dead skin cells so that your skin looks brighter. It looks more vibrant. And when you put on the foundation, it goes on smoother. Oftentimes I hear clients or customers say, I don't wear foundation because it looks dry on my skin. Well, your yeah. skin is not dry. You need to exfoliate, you know? Right, right. Absolutely. You need to clean the canvas, you know, have a, have a clean slate. 
Absolutely. So you want to cleanse, you want to exfoliate after you exfoliate. Now this, if you want to do this step, you can, I highly recommend it. It's using a serum. A serum could be a vitamin C. It could be anti-aging. Any serum is great for your skin because it goes down to a deeper layer and it's going to work from beneath while the moisture works on the top layer of the skin. So the two together are like peanut butter and jelly. It it just is so good together. And then always, always use sunblock blast. So we have cleanse, exfoliate, serum, face cream. You you can add an eye cream with the face cream in there and then a sunblock. So about six products to- So I want to ask you, do you have any favorite serums in terms of like for makeup application? Because I know like the other day I was talking to to the founders of Inky List and I'm not going to lie, they're polyglutamic acid serum. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're a fan or not, but for me, for the makeup part, it's amazing. Like it's, and the reason I like it is because it puts that smooth, like it just smooths everything out. I feel like right before my makeup goes on. I'm going to have to message you and get the name of that. Yes. Oh my gosh. I would love for you to try it. Um, it's, it's really nice. So is there like something you love? Like, is there a product you love for in terms of the serum? There are two products I absolutely love. I love again by Dior. They have a, a serum called one essential the one essential serum is a booster. So if you don't want to use too many products, what a booster means is if you're using a moisturizer, it's going to make your moisturizer work 10 times better. It's anti-pollution. It's, it's like a detox for the skin. It's pretty amazing. And the other, I've never tried it. I need to try it in a red bottle. You have to go try it out. Go to Sephora, get a sample, put it on. You're going to fall (laughs) in love. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I am doing it. I have to. And I absolutely love SkinCeuticals. You could find that at Blue Mercury. They have yeah. a few different serums and it's not it's not too expensive at all. They range anywhere from like 40 to like $100. And I love their Hyaluronic Serum. Hyaluronic. You know, I've yeah. heard so many people rave about that brand. Honestly, I well, haven't, I haven't talked to them. Gem. It's a little gem. Um, people just don't know about it. It's a gem. It's a hidden gem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, anyone listening out there that knows SkinCeuticals, please tell them to come onto our show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> their serums are amazing. And hyaluronic acid is something that every brand is starting to use again. I mean, makeup just reinvents itself every 10 years, every five years. But hyaluronic acid helps to plump up your skin and yeah. it gains moisture. So whatever you put on top, it's going to hold in that moisture, lock in that moisture. Think of a sponge. When you put it underneath water, it absorbs that water or the sponge absorbs water. Yes, that's exactly what hyaluronic does. And we naturally produce hyaluronic in our bodies already. So it's, it's nothing crazy. It's healthy. It's good. (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I think that that's excellent skincare advice because I think a lot of people, like you said earlier, and it's, it's really going back to that original point you made, you know, you have to take care of your skin first. And if you do like that, it's just going to be smooth and you're going to be able to apply whatever makeup you like, and it's just going to look so much better. So I, I love that you're naming off products. Cause I, I'm, I know a lot of people are just like overwhelmed. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, they don't know what to buy where, you know, which brand's the best, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you. Oh, it's like me going into an AutoZone store and trying to find windshield wiper. <laughs> <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> and then as far oh as basic products for your face, I am definitely going to recommend if you're not a makeup wear, wearer, um, get a cushion compact or a tinted moisturizer. It's SPF. It has a sheer to medium coverage 
and it protects your skin. And just because it says tinted moisturizer, it does not mean you do not use a moisturizer. Tinted moisturizer is another term for a lightweight foundation. Um, Oh, interesting. See, I love that, like you mentioned tinted moisturizer because I think the first time I saw it was Laura Mercier. Have you, do you? One of the best. Yeah. Yeah, like I, that's the honestly, like whenever I think of tinted moisturizer, that's the only name that pops up in my head. And it's, yeah. That's what she was known for. I mean, Laura Mercier is known for her tinted moisturizers. They're wonderful products. Um, There's so many other brands that have great tinted moisturizers as well, too. I love, again, the NARS one. There's also It Cosmetics. I don't know if you've ever played with it. Oh my gosh, I love It Cosmetics, yes. But I've never played with it, you know, like, so I've always been with luxury brands. So when I walk into Sephora, I see all these cool brands there. And like, I have to say It Cosmetics, it's it's pretty amazing. And a little goes a long ways. A little, little goes a long ways. And also Urban Decay. If you have not tried Urban Decay, their tinted moisturizer is also amazing. And they have great shade ranges for all skin types as well. You know, Urban Decay um, makes one of the best um, liquid eyeliners I've ever used. They like it. And I say that because as a, an Indian woman, for me, the biggest problem growing up was finding like eyeliner or eye, like mascara that was black enough that mm-hmm. would really make my eyes stand out. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that was just me because I was doing everything wrong, <laughs> you know, but like, <laughs> I remember, like, I remember thinking like, I need to find something that's very, very like opaque black and looks really nice. And it makes my eyes stand out. And theirs was like the first one that I discovered. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. <laughs> oh my God. I, have to, I have to agree with you on that. I mean, I just got sent some urban decay products and i was recently in california on saturday doing a wedding so i flew into california friday friday oh wow saturday and i used the urban decay eyeliner that you're speaking of man can i just tell you one swipe and the colors there it dries in like what three three seconds five seconds yeah it does smudge the bride was crying and she had it just wiped off without smudging her eyes and you can reapply what's cool about it is you can reapply it without having to worry and not sticking onto the skin so to your point it's it's the blackest black it's waterproof and it's easy application I love that. Yes, I totally agree. It's like one of the best makeup products I've ever tried. I completely agree. Now, I have a question because I'm very curious about how long it takes a professional makeup artist to do someone's makeup. Like if you're on set or if you're doing something for editorial, like how long does it usually take you? It usually takes me about 45 minutes. I mean, you have to pay attention to detail. So here's the difference. Like when I was, when I first started, I thought I did absolutely beautiful makeup, which, you know, in my eyes, it was beautiful. And in a client's eyes, it was beautiful. But the moment that a camera captures it, that's when you see every single detail. So I spend 45 minutes, not because I'm applying a lot of makeup on, but I'm paying attention to detail, whether it's curling the eyelashes to make the eyelashes fan out, whether it's filling in the brows, because everyone's brows grow differently. One side grows up, one side grows down. So there's actually placement where you put in the colors, not just filling the color over the brows. You want to put the color onto the skin. So, you know, you'll use a spoolie, like an empty spoolie and fill in the color onto the skin. So that looks more natural. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes people's lips are uneven, which is normal. So you have to kind of make it look even in the photos. So it's paying attention to the details. 
is what takes it so long. I mean, now, how do you work with the photographer, Radu? How do, how do you like work together? Like, does the photographer tell you like, you know, maybe do you want to touch up or do you tell the photographer like, wait, let me touch up something or let me fix something. How does oh, that like interaction work? So typically if it's a professional photographer or what you do is like, as you're, you're done with makeup, the model gets hair done and clothes. As she's capturing the photos, she or he, as they are capturing the photos, yeah. what you do is you look on the monitor and typically there's a, like a computer screen or a TV screen where yeah. you can see your work. And that's when you start crit not criticizing, but like, oh, I need to add a little bit of color here. So it looks more symmetrical to the other side. And then when you um, need to step in, you just say stepping in um, to, you know, and you just step in, that's it. And the photographers know exactly what you're doing. So how about the looks then? Like, do you like, so basically, I mean, since you are the makeup artist working with that model, like, do you uh, like decide what look look is going to go best with the shooter? How does that work? Like in terms of knowing what you're about to create? I love that question. Cause the models, they have no idea what they're walking into. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes we have no idea what the model skin type is like, if they have texture skin, if they have oily skin, if they have good skin. Yeah. Before the shoot, we typic I typically, what I do is I connect with the photographer uh, about a week or two, depending on when we do the shoot. And we come up with the concept. And the concept, and typically the concept is about three, anywhere from one to four looks. And we'll connect as a team. So it's preparing for the day. We'll connect with the, photo the photographer, myself, the makeup artist, the hairstylist, and sometimes there's a fashion stylist as well. Um, you connect, wow. you come up with a concept together. When you get there that day, it's a smooth ride. So it's not like, oh, well, I think I'm going to do this or, oh, I'm thinking I'm going to do that. It's typically starting off with, you know, like a nice natural look and building on it to make it look even more cool and fun. I love that. So I, have you had to do that a lot where you started off and the look was pretty basic and then you just kept Absolutely. adding till perfection? Like, Absolutely. I mean, think of, think of this day tonight for a regular client. I'm yeah. sure, uh, let's, you know, in a, I wake up in the morning, I get ready. I have 15 minutes. I have many clients like this, you know, they have long days in the office, but they mm -hmm. don't want to redo their makeup. They can refresh with a refreshing mist or like an Evian water spray or my, one of my favorites is Caudalie, Caudalie mist. You guys, you need that one. Everyone needs that in the bed. It's refreshing. Please take notes, everyone listening. <laughs> it's high <laughs> antioxidants, which is anti-aging. And then yeah. what you do is just add on to your makeup. So it's from day to play. And that's wow. That's kind of like what it is with the models when we're doing makeup. We go from day to play. <laughs> That's so cool. I love it. This is so cool. It's like my VIP pass to knowing all the makeup like secrets <laughs> behind the scenes. I love this. <laughs> it is behind so, the scenes. It is behind the scenes. I love it. I, I love that you're sharing so much amazing information with us. So I want to actually ask you, and this is a little off beat, but I want you to give some advice for all the budding makeup artists out there, because I know that there are a lot of um, you know, young men and women that really love it. And they, I know the industry is so competitive and to really stand out. So is there any um, advice you have for them um, that they can really kind of, you know, hone in on how to get into this business? Oh, I mean, where do I start with that again? I have to say, number one, believe in yourself. Um, yeah. there, will, there will always be people that will tell you, you need to do this. You need to do that. And the most important thing is believing in yourself and being confident in yourself. Um, find people to practice on, whether it is your mom, your sister, your cousins. If you're not in a major area like LA or New York 
or Miami where, you know, most of the models kind of travel back and forth. And um, that's what right. I would suggest. And here's a nice little tip for beginners too. If you are in LA or New York or Miami, reach out to modeling agencies, ask them to test hey, I'm a makeup artist living in LA. I'm looking to build my portfolio. Do you have any new talent on your roster that needs photos? They'll most well, likely say yes. It's about building a relationship. It's about how you deliver your message. And if you come up with a team, you have a phot photographer, a hairstylist, they are most likely to say yes. And that's how I got started. That's a tip that a lot of people don't tell you. They're like, well, just do makeup on models. Well, how did I start doing makeup on models? Right, models? You know? exactly. Oh my gosh, exactly. And so, you know, I, I, I'm so glad you're saying that. Yeah, continue, please. I mean, just believe in yourself and be confident in what you do. If you hear something that you that someone tells you, if you want to learn from that, learn from it. And we yeah. can never stop educating ourselves and learning. The more makeup artists you meet, every makeup artist does different types of makeup. Everyone's style is different. So be oh. humble, be confident, but humble at the same time and believe in yourself. Those are the top three things I will say. And just continue to keep going. Don't let anything beat you down. You know, if someone says no over here, there's always another opportunity that's going to open. So be, okay. be uh, what was it called? Believe in yourself, be confident and be humble. I love that. I love that. So thank you so much for saying that. Because I know that, you know, hearing words, of encouragement from people who who are where you want to be sometimes that's like a difference between you know giving up or keep going because mm -hmm. I've been there you know even in medicine I remember I had so many moments where I was like I hate life <laughs> you know like <laughs> I want to give up I, I can't do this but then you know I'd hear like a doctor or somebody I looked up to and I'd be like you know what they're right I need to keep going so thank you so much for for sharing that I I want to close off by I want you to tell us some favorite products and skincare right now for you because I want everyone to know what you're loving right now in the, in the skincare industry and oh, even makeup if you want <laughs> I love I love 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 so I'm all about skin I know we were talking about makeup a little bit as well but I love I love Dr. Dennis Gross pads they are a two-step pad has 40 different ingredients but if you are looking to renew your skin and you do not want to go into the dermatologist's office to do a laser, this is going to give you that same effect, but you're going to have to do it for 30 days straight. Your skin looks absolutely beautiful. It's smooth. It's glowing. Uh, radiance is just a wonderful product. So Dr. Dennis Gross pads, they have one for sensitive skin and then one also for uh, extra strength for someone who has a little bit more tough skin. I, I love that product, by the way. I use their extra Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. I even bought the, listen, this is how obsessed I am. I went to the website. I bought the pouch that, it comes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like the leather pouch. Like I yeah. bought one of those. I bought like, I, yeah, I'm obsessed. Long story short. <laughs> You're a fan basically. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I also love advanced night repair by Estee Lauder. I don't know if ever tried that, but it's one of their best products. It's um, it's a nighttime serum that you use only at nighttime. So from 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. typically is when your skin regenerates and the cell renewal process happens. It's yeah. best. So, I mean, we obviously don't sleep at 11 because we, <laughs> we <laughs> you know, we work really hard and I know everyone's schedules are kind of like sporadic and all over the place, but Right. 11 a.m. to 3 a.m. is when your skin best regenerates its cells. So using skincare at nighttime, I would have to say, is the most effective, you know? Wow. I didn't know that about the 11 a.m. and 3 a.m. Absolutely. And I've been using Tula skincare. That's also been one of my favorites. 
Um, they have a mask that helps with radiance. It's all about radiance. And they also have a face filter primer. So on days you Ooh. don't want to wear any foundation, this yeah. face filter primer gives you a light tint, but it gives you that, I don't know, it just makes your skin look perfect. I mean, I walked into my doctor's office the other day yeah. uh, for a COVID test and she didn't even say hi. She's like, what are you using on your skin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah. That's so cool. I need to try it. I've never tried Tula's products ever. Yeah, try their products. And um, I also, I don't know. There's so many, so many, so many good ones. I SPF, it doesn't matter what SPF you use, just use an SPF. Oftentimes I hear people say, well, you know, I have this dark spot on my face and I'm like, well, did you use sunblock? And damage doesn't show up the next day. It shows 10 to 15 years later. So yes, exactly. Extremely, extremely important. No, is there, okay. So uh, since we talk are talking about SPF do you have any tips about white cast because I know that's a huge problem for women of color and men of color we about the white casting like how can we um you know deal with that when we're trying to put makeup on top yeah I would definitely recommend like a gel texture um, okay. so a gel texture usually comes out clear there are a few brands out there that have the gel texture Estee Lauder has one um, I believe La Mer has one. La Mer is a little bit on the pricier side, but it's been one of my favorites. I also use Neutrogena. It's like 10, 15 bucks. They have SPF 50. It's, it's wonderful. The Ooh. thing like Cass is the trick is to warm it up on your hands or fingers, not your palms, your fingertips. So we have pores in our palms. So the product will absorb in the palms. If you put it on the fingertips and press into the skin, it's going to not leave that white film or white cast. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. What? <laughs> no, I, I had no idea. That's so cool. I'm gonna try it like literally after this call. <laughs> this yeah, is so warm cool. it up on the fingertips and then press it into your skin. Everyone um, listening out there, please, I you better have taken note of that because that's the biggest complaint against or or reason or excuse for not using sunscreen that I hear at least. It's like, <laughs> oh well, it leaves this white cast. I'm like, hmm, there must be some way <laughs> around that. So, oh, wow. Another brand I, I will end with is Amore Pacific. It's a Korean brand. It's like full of antioxidants and green tea. They're sold at Sephora. They're sold at luxury retailers. They're, they're sold almost everywhere. But Amore, Amore Pacific is a beautiful skincare brand. I love yes. their, their eye cream. We actually interviewed them. We actually interviewed their oh, CMO. Wow. And I was raving to them about their, their essence. You know, that one essence, they, it's like single ferment essence. Yes. It has completely changed my skin. Like I'm, I'm not even like exaggerating ever since I've started using it. Like it, it's been over a, a year at this point. Yeah, and it's, it's been, changer, yep. It's a game changing, game changing product, but I agree. I, thank you so much for sharing those and everyone listening. I hope you will try everything. That was suggested because it's coming straight from a makeup artist. So how, I'm really excited. I'm Thank you so much for, for doing this show. This was amazing. Thank you for having me. And I want to do one last thing with makeup, at least, because, you know, I we are talking about makeup. So eyeliner, yeah. you know, a lot of people have a hard time with eyeliners. 24-7 eyeliner by Urban Decay, super long wear. Another liquid liner that's great is Stila, their black eyeliner. Um, also Ooh. NARS, NARS longwear eyeliner. Those are amazing. So those are my favorite eyeliners that do not smudge 
or budge. You have to have to try that. Mascaras, you'll have um, Too Faced. I forget what it's called. Better Than Sex Mascara by Too Faced. Oh, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's amazing. Um, La Volume by Chanel. What else do we have? Lancome. You can't go wrong with Lancome Definisils. And then I believe there's one by Revlon. I forget what it's called. Maybe it's called Bad Gal or something like that. But that one's... Oh, called- I've heard of that. Yes, I think I used that for a while. It's really good. I've been using yeah. it on the models lately. And have you tried the Tom Ford one, buddy? The, the one that's the, the like the, um, gosh, what is it called? It's like a brown tube with like, um, like gold around it. And it's like, oh God, I feel like that's all of his it packaging. It sounds beautiful, <laughs> but I have Yeah, not- like that's his packaging. I just described the Tom Ford's packaging. Mean, oh my God. I'm going to message it to you though. I, I want you yeah. to look because it's amazing. It's so good. <laughs> yes, please message message it to me. I can't. I will. I, but thank you so much for all of your suggestions, and thank you everyone who has listened. in. I'm going to bug him and make him come back, so you know he can give us more tips. Thank you so much, Vadi. You are amazing. No, thank you for having me, and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank you, everybody. Bye bye.